Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode 41 of Anime Double Play, home of the podcast featuring Mary and Thomas, speaking about all things anime and some things not anime. Welcome for joining us for, once again, episode 41. I like saying it because I usually can't remember the episode, so it feels good to say correctly twice. What's up, Mary? How is, uh, how is the life since the last episode? Yo, the life is pretty good. Um, just your typical week, I guess. I didn't have work on Monday. Thank you, Martin Luther King Jr., so that was nice. But, um, I didn't have necessarily a great day today. I wasn't feeling that well. So I am currently laying in bed, drinking a beer, and eating veggie straws while podcasting with you. So my day has gotten so much better. Beer is always what you should drink when you're not feeling very well. (laughs) Yeah. How about you? What's going on? Uh, not much. I've been super busy. We're kind of in like busy season for work, so I'm just like always feel uh, feeling like I'm behind on crap. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I'm getting through, getting it done. Watched the uh, watched some animes. Played some uh some Counter Strike this week weekend. Watched a ton of Counter Strike this weekend because the major was going on. Uh, like the major qualifiers. We're going on in Atlanta for Counter-Strike, so I watched a lot of that on top of some animes. But that was basically my weekend. I, like, did work and watched Counter-Strike. Okay, cool. Never a bad thing. No. Could be could be worse, so. Mm. Yeah, I am pumped to get moving on this anime. I actually watched... Can I just... Can we just start and can I pick what we talk about first? Uh, yeah, if you didn't really have anything else you wanted to talk about, no, <laughs> go for really. it. I want to talk about Darling in the Franks. Okay. Um, did, go, did you take, watch it? Take the lead. Yeah, yeah, I watched okay, it. Okay, just want to make sure you watch it. Um, take the lead. It was a pretty good first episode, but what I really appreciated about it was its lack of exposition and how it, like, instills, like, curiosity in the viewer because it starts with this really prolonged kind of over symbolic conceit about the bird that needs the other bird to lean on it so it can fly and that's kind of the basis for the society but besides that that's all you know and it's kind of cool to um just get kind of thrown in and the the show is treating you like you already know what's happening so it was just really fun to like try and figure out what's going on and i'm nervous that they're just gonna end up expositioning everything else everything to us in later episodes anyway but i thought this was a really good first episode in making you want to find out what's going on yeah that's fair um this episode like kind of on top of that point it was really dense right we learned a lot just like about the world like there's this giant war going on with um, the Klaxosaurus, which is a really cool name for an enemy, I gotta say. So they're fighting these Klaxosaur. You learn about the the robots they use. You learn about the girl, um, like her situation. She's like part Klaxosaur. She has like Klaxosaur blood in her. Not sure how that happens. Is such an annoying word to say. Klaxosaur. And in the Klaxosaur. Japan- I think it's fun. And in the Japanese, they're saying, like, not that. They're like, Vuda. It's like a cool Japanese word. And we get this heavy, cumbersome word, Klaxosaur. 
Oh, anyway. really? We might have to start just calling it the Japanese word, but uh, <laughs> well, it's not in the translation, so I just go with Klaxosaur. But we learn about, we don't learn too much about them. We just learn about the girl with the horns. She has like Klaxosaur blood, which seems really weird. Like that some human had sex with one of those giant robot things. I'm not entirely sure. Probably a test subject. But um, you learn about that. You learn about the main guy's past. Kind of his past. Yeah, like, it was cool. It was it was very dense. Like they put so much into this episode, and they didn't directly say anything, right? Yeah. Like you you know he like they kind of directly said like he failed the test to be one of the parasites, which I guess what the robot drivers. Which is a horrible um, name for that. It must not be a good job if it's called being a parasite. I mean, if you just look at the society they're in, it seems very like regimented and scaled like when when he failed and he was talking to the girl uh, when she was leaving she's like yeah they're probably just gonna like get rid of me because they don't need me because i failed so i'm probably just gonna die because they're not gonna take me back to the orphanage so and then she it's very yeah so it's like (laughs) super cutthroat right like how they do it so this you learn a lot about the society what pe- how people view the girl with the Klaxosaur, how people view the boy who failed uh, the Parasite exam thing. Very Pacific Rim. Have you seen yeah, Pacific Rim? I really want to. I have not seen it. That was like the first thing I thought of. In Pacific Rim, if you haven't seen it or any of the listeners, um, basically like giant dinosaur things start attacking the Earth and humans fight them, these giant robots where you need two people to oh, really? uh, navigate it. Yeah, it's literally the same exact thing. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's a, that's kind of like the only thing that was in my mind while watching it was like, oh, it's Pacific Rim. It's Pacific Rim. Even the Klaxosaur, like, in Pacific Rim, they're, like, actually dinosaurs is what they're fighting. So it's, like, the exact same thing, basically. But uh, there's a lot going on in this episode. I really liked it. The animation was great. It looked great. It fit a ton in this first episode. And there's still, like, more to learn, right? There's so much more. It's really deep and really Mm -hmm. opens up in that first episode to make you think, oh, wow, this is really interesting. And it's, like, seems very multidimensional. On, like, the plot layers and stuff. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of um, Eureka 7. I know you don't really... Mech anime, mech anime. Yeah, but... um, Eureka 7 just seems slow, but it does have similarities to that. I personally... I'm one of the only people I know, along with Sarah, who did not really like Eureka 7. I, I watched it when I was, like, 12, though, so it deserves another go. But there's also a crazy pink-haired girl who's sort of not human and drives a mech in Eureka 7. So those were my vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, Anemone. She's like an awesome character in Eureka 7. But yeah, I like, I also really like the supporting cast in this show. Like, we barely saw them, but I just liked them. They all seemed nice. Ichigo, she was cool. They're partnered up already, so we'll, it'll be easy to memorize who's with who. And, um... It's going to be cool. And I loved how the main robot was a female robot. I feel like you never see female mechs. I think that's just because it's weird. Like, if you made a mech, like, would you put boobs on the mech? No, but they did in this, so I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's probably why they don't. I, that's just kind of what ammo. I thought. You keep the extra ammo. Double. Put it's it on like, your bag. Thomas, it's double D batteries. Oh my god. Boo. Woo! Everyone put boo in the comments. That was boo. amazing. 
puns. I was so punny at work today. My coworker, I like said something to my coworker, and he had to leave. He actually left the office because I was so on point with the puns today. So cringe. So cringe. <laughs> Mary firing people based on their their puns or lack thereof. Comment if you like my puns. But anyway, going back to Darling the Franks, we've been chatting about it a bit, but it's definitely worth talking about. This is a really good first episode. I watched it last night. I'm really excited for this anime. It's Studio Trigger, if I'm not mistaken, which, I mean, there's always hype around uh, Studio Trigger things. But let me double check before I say that. Okay, I'm not 100% uh, sure. I know Crunchyroll co-produced it. Yeah, it's Studio Trigger. Cool. It's A1 Pictures and Studio Trigger. So I love A1. A1 gets a lot of shit for some reason. Like, when it came out that A1 was doing the Persona 5 anime, everyone freaked out. They were like, oh, God, it's going to be horrible. And I'm like, when has A1 done anything bad in recent memory? Like, I... I mean, I honestly don't know the, the companies well enough. Like, I know... Wait, I thought Studio Trigger did Gurren Lagann, or was that Gainax? Gainax. Oh, so Studio Trigger did Kill a Kill, Kiznaiver, uh, Little Witch Academia. Which so looks great. They're pretty well known. A1, uh, did what did Sword, A- A1 did Sword Art Online. It did um, Shelter. It did a ton of stuff, A1. They did Blue Exorcist, Fairy Tale, Erased, um, Your Lie in April. Uh, they did Anohana, Nanatsu no Taijai, uh, Black Butler, yeah, Shinsekai Yori, Magi. They did so much crap. Oh, my God. I'm, like, going through it. Oh, they did an Aromanga Sensei. Why so, they yeah, getting... they're amazing. Why? <laughs> why? I don't know why they were getting shit. I think it's because in the essence of Persona, uh, the cutscenes in Persona 5 are anime cutscenes, and Production IG did them. So maybe they were just kind of upset that product- Production IG didn't get them back, but whatever yeah i mean a1 did a ton of stuff the animation bottom line it looks amazing mm-hmm. um they did a really good job with the whole thing i'm excited where it goes do we have an episode count on this do we know um, no i can check right now oh episodes 24 that's 24? what i want to see that's awesome yeah this is two seasons i'm Great. really excited now 12 i would have been like okay whatever yeah but 24, 24 we're gonna get we're gonna get two seasons of darling the franks after that first episode I can get behind that. It has an eight flat on Mal. Just a solid eight. I don't know eight. why people even rate it early. I mean, I would give it more than an eight. For a first episode, this was a really good first episode. I'm totally stoked to watch this anime. I hope it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's move on. We said a lot of good things about Darling the Franks. What else did you watch? Um, I only watched two other things. One I'm ashamed to admit. Oh, no. Um, did you watch Ancient Magus Bride? Oh, yeah, I watched that. I meant, like, new, new season. Oh, but new But we can talk season. about Ancient Magus Bride. Oh, I just thought we'd do the stuff we talked we watched together first. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Let's do Ancient Magus Bride. Um, kind of bummed about Ancient Magus Bride. I was so pumped that she got turned into a wolf. And she was just, like, running around as a wolf. And then two seconds later, she's just like, nah. She's a human yeah, again. Like, it was so cool done, that she was a wolf. They've done this a couple times where they'll end the episode on like this really big cliffhanger yes. and then resolve it in like the first three seconds. Like they're all about these like huge cliffhangers that don't actually mean anything. Very frustrating. And I don't like that. Yeah, it's super frustrating because you want to be like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I wonder what's going to happen. Oh, wait, it wasn't a big deal. Like whatever. That's like really annoying. 
that's what I thought about this episode. Wait, was this episode the one with um, the vampire girl? Yeah, and the guy dies, and it, I mean, it was good. It was sad. It was kind of. I mean, I wasn't as emotionally invested. It, okay, we met those people a couple episodes ago, so I had two full episodes to get emotionally invested in this couple. And I was more emotionally invested in the pigeon, in Yamazaki's story, in March Comes in Like a Lion, than I was in this two-episode arc. Oh, shit. I don't know if I watched March Comes in Like a Lion. No! It was pretty good I can't remember. I, I, this is my first week watching it weekly. I don't know if I watched it. I would have to check. Um... Okay, keep talking about... I'm going to check if I watch okay. it. I'm not entirely um, sure. Ancient Magus Bride, the thing is, though, with, like, it's a pretty good show. I just... It's just not... I'm just not in love with it. Like, the animation's great. Literally every episode looks like a movie. It's very subtle. It's very quiet. But it's it's directed really well. The scene compositions are good. But it's, like... It's, like, Chisei's la- lack of passion for everything is kind of bringing the show down. And I'm not saying you have to be an extrovert to be an interested character, but you have to, like, have facial expressions. And, like, oh, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if There's she's the There's not a lot of emotion. Yeah. I, I, between, um, I almost called him Einkrad. I've been watching too much Sword Art Online. Between Ainsworth not having emotion in his face to Chise not having emotion in his face, to Ruth not even, like, speaking with his mouth moving because now he's a dog. I'm kind of, like, I feel like I'm dissociated from the magic and the, uh, the, uh, the emotion in the episodes because I can't relate to anyone. Yeah, um, that's not, like, a big complaint for me, but it is, like, kind of makes it, I think it makes the show kind of boring, right? Mm -hmm. Like, not much there's not basically there's not much excitement even like if they were like more emotional maybe that would like cover it up a bit but nothing really is going on in this anime like the plot isn't moving as we've said a million times about this show we want to see some plot movement and there's it's been basically like parallel the whole time it's not going anywhere and that kind of also reflects on how the characters are acting because they're not getting excited about stuff. Because nothing is exciting in this show. Nothing is happening, right? Like, she makes this episode. She spends, like, five minutes, like, trying to stay awake. Making, like, some weird potion thing. And, yeah, like, that's just, like, not fun. It's not exciting. It's just boring. And she falls asleep and wakes up and he's like, oh, no, you did it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. What a like, And she's not even like, she's like, oh. Like, she has these moments where she gets, like, kind of excited. And she's slowly becoming more, like, an emotional character. Like, having feelings and demanding things. That's something Ainsworth said this episode. Or Elias. Eliasu. But, yeah. uh, it was still boring, this episode. Until the end, where she just randomly starts throwing up blood everywhere. Yeah, and then it's a cliffhanger. And what a surprise. It's pro- yeah, this is uh it's very aggravating. You know what's gonna happen? Their next episode, she's gonna wake up in a bed and she's gonna be like, Oh, what happened? He's like, Oh, you're fine now. Yeah, well You just overexerted she- yourself. Right, the ring broke. So 
Who knows? What does the ring do? The ring prevents her from using too much magic yeah, at once? Yeah, because she's crazy. I don't really know. But I do she's like the show. Belly. I do like this. It's okay. Yeah. It's losing touch with me. Like, it looks nice. The music's great. Blah, whatever shit that I've said about this show. But nothing's happening. Nothing's happened in, like, 14 episodes. We're still at the point where we still don't know much. And there's no, like, end goal. Like, what's the goal? She just, like, lives, I guess. Yeah, but I'm kind of over that. There doesn't really have to be an end goal. What's the end goal if March comes in like a lion? To live. No, for Ray to become Majin. Yeah, but he doesn't aspire to be that. I mean, that's but also to become a better goal. person, to have more confidence in himself, to yeah. make friends, to not be alone. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's endings that you can be really happy with. I in love this, that show. I mean, you like the ending is like greater character development, which is fine. But this is a show that could really have like more going on i mean it's magic you can literally make anything like it doesn't even have to make sense i mean it kind of does but you get the point yeah you can be really creative let's move on but i agree with everything we said okay i didn't watch march comes in like a line i found out i it's my first week watching it weekly and i totally dropped the ball don't so we're not going to talk about it what? I don't even get to talk I made about the decision. Oh, it's spoilers no. for you now. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, sorry, listeners, but I totally forgot that now that I'm <laughs> caught up, it comes out weekly. When did it? Co- when does it come out, first um, off? Um, s- Saturday mornings. Oh, perfect. I can watch it Saturday mornings then. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to end up watching the episode right after this podcast, cool. after we finish doing it. So uh, that's fine. So what did you watch? And um, then I'll go over what I watched. I watched um, A Place Further Than the Universe. Okay. How was um, that? Really liked it. This this is going to be good. This show is going to be good. Where um, did they go? Alaska or Antarctica? Antarctica. They're not there yet, though. They got the, their fourth person on their squad to go. Um, it's just like, I don't know. It's very genuine, and their excitement is very, it's kind of infectious, so I get pumped watching it. And it's a slice of life, but I just get pumped watching it. It's, like, super fun. And um, we met a new character, and I, like, like her already. Like, she's officially in the crew. There's, like, no issues. It's, like, just come on in. We want as many people as we can get to do this thing. And it's just, I don't know. There's this really cool energy in the show that I love. Um, it looks good. And it's very realistic, like, it's not just like, oh, we're going to go to Antarctica, and then they're there. Like, there's planning. They have to try and get a book. They're raising money so they can get a flight to Sydney so they can get on the Shirazi and go to Antarctica. Like, there's all these things that um, are coming into play, so it's believable, and it's a lot of fun. So I would recommend it. Okay. I almost watched the first episode today, but I watched something else that I'm going to go into later. But uh, I'll try to get try to watch the first two episodes if I like it before the next podcast. Okay. Just so I can be like, yeah, I watched it, and this is what I thought. Yeah, and I watched Boruto. Okay, how's Boruto? Boruto's good. Like, I mean, it's not great, but it's fun. Like, they just had their first mission. And Konohamaru, like, Rasengan people, and it was just good. Like, 
It's basically everything you liked about um, really early Naruto. Again, better animation. It's just fun. Like, I'm not taking it too seriously, but they just finished up their first mission. They did a great job. Claps for everyone. They have really cool teamwork, and it was really nice, like... Boruto didn't have the finishing blow on the guy with Serata. It's like they kind of put the spotlight on everyone evenly, even though the show's obviously more about Boruto. It's just enjoyable. Like, I enjoy watching it. But if it tries to get too serious, I'm good with that too, but I'm also just enjoying it as a Naruto spinoff. You know? I'll take what I can get. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And I um, think that's it besides Sangatsu no Lion, which I'm not allowed to talk about. Oh, I watched the first episode of um, Devilman Crybaby. Oh, how was it? I'm going to watch it. A, it. a lot of nudity. There's like this giant, yeah. n- there's this giant naked orgy in the first episode and everyone's having sex with everyone. And then people are going around stabbing each other. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, tits out for the lads. So many tits. Like, it was crazy. Um, I really liked it, though. I, I, it was really interesting. I, it's also kind of like they just kind of throw you in and don't explain ever, anything, and now, like, Satan's here. So I need to watch the second episode. Mike has watched, like, the first four or five. He's, like, into it. So I'm going to definitely watch it. It's all on Netflix. It's getting rave reviews from all the anime youtubers so i'm excited to see what it has in store okay that sounds good yeah um i'm gonna jump into what i watched sure i watched violet evergarden i watched first episode of it oh man oh no oh no tell me it was good don't tell me it was bad it was good it was really good i liked it a lot (laughs) yeah it's um so i'll tell you what it's about i didn't know what it was about going in so it's about this girl who now has robot arms. She was in the military. She's basically like a ch- trained child soldier, like just like pretty monotone, like I am a tool for the military kind of person, you know? Mm-hmm. They like So the war ends. Her like major, the guy like in charge of her, who basically like ha- owns her, died. So now she has to like live life and do things and she's like socially retarded and stuff so oh. uh that's basically that and now she works in like a post office or something like but it's from like the 1950s post office so carrier pigeons those kinds of things oh what is the time period for this show uh it seems like post world war one or post world war two that kind of era cool they have cars um, but not everyone has cars. They have guns, but it's pretty cool. The animation's really nice. Um, I like the characters. There's a lot going on. I know it can get pretty deep. It looks beautiful. Yeah. This is something that's going to be worth watching is if you listen to us and you're from someplace that isn't America, you can watch it on Netflix weekly. If not... You will be sailing the high seas with me to watch it. I don't so, know if I should pirate it. Like, you're going to be talking about it, and I really want to see it, but it's going to be so beautiful, and I really want to watch it um, HD. It's in such good quality on Kiss Anime, where I'm watching it. Oh, you're the That's, worst. 
I have to watch it. I'm literally paying for Netflix and they refuse to let me watch it. That's not fair. Like I cannot watch it. I cannot pay and watch it legally. So, and I want to watch it. So I'm going to watch it. Like I'm paying for the service that has the rights to it and they're not releasing it. But it's getting released in other countries on Netflix. Like what the fuck is that? I'm going to watch it. Everyone's talking about it on Reddit and things like that. And I want to be on the conversation while everyone's watching it. And I don't feel bad because I'm still giving Netflix my money. And I'll, like, buy a poster of theirs or some shit like that. So I'm funding the company that does it. I also put so much money into anime. So, like, screw okay, that. Okay, okay. That's fair. That's, That's fair. my rant. That's my rant on why I'm watching Violet Evergarden. Um, I really want to watch it. I'll just, I'll figure it out. The only thing is I watch a lot of my anime at, at work. And I don't want to go on a pirate site at work. Just don't watch that anime at work. Yeah. Watch it at home. Okay. It's well, really I'm glad good. It's good. I'm excited to watch it no matter how I watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely worth. Um, I did watch one more thing. Mm-hmm. I watched Citrus. Mm. I read the first six volumes of the manga. Okay. I get it. I get why there's like hype around this. Am I gonna keep watching it? Probably not. There's two oh, episodes out. On. I got like seven minutes into the second episode. It's just fucking weird. They're like, stepsisters. Okay. You know what happened. So I'm just throwing out what happened in the first episode. Main girl, uh, her mom remarries. She goes to another school. She's like kind of like very girly, girly. They call her, they, they use some term to describe her. But it's basically a term they used for jeans back in the 60s. That was like kind of like a girly term. Garyu? Garyu? It might be Garyu. Let me double check. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I don't... Uh, it's not Garyu. It's something like that. They yeah, use it in the translation. They use it to call that like pretty girls. Like uh, the girls that like dye their skin freaking orange and stuff. Yeah, shit like that. So the main girl is kind of like that. But she's like... Kind of just tries to be that. She's way more down to earth. Moral of the story, she's a likable character. Yeah, I like she her. She goes first first day of high school. She strolls in and boom, she's actually in this like all girls super strict high school where all the girls are like in their like complete uniforms and things like that. And she gets like called out by like other students the first day, gets like her cell phone taken. And the president, student council president is um, her sister, stepsister. Yes. And literally, like, the stepsister, like, takes her phone away, but it's in her pocket, so she's just, like, super feels her up to, like, take the phone out. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, why is this happening? So that happens. Find out the girl is, like, actually um, engaged to someone. Then you see her making out with the, the hot teacher in the back of the school. And I'm like, what? And the main girl is like, yo, what the fuck is this? Then she finds out it's actually her stepsister, President her stepsister president that's perfect the girl like makes out with her like like basically like forces her to like make out with her and it's just super weird like i don't get it like but okay i kind of get it actually so the theory that they express in the show they're like all these girls are like super rich on this like track to like be these scholars like they're all like very regimented and a lot of them are engaged so they all want to like they're basically just, like, forced to be, like, very conservative, but 
when you're like forced to be conservative, you end up like doing heroin or some shit like that and like having a lot of sex because that's what you do when people tell you how to live your life. You do the opposite. So a lot of them like will flirt with each other and like hook up in like weird places because they're just like sexually deprived human beings. So I get it, but I still don't like it. It's still weird. There's still like 16 year old girls like making out everywhere. I mean, it's the one girl's making out with the teacher in the back of school, and then the girl sees her and she runs away. And the teacher's still like, whatever. And yeah. I'm like, dude, what do you mean, whatever? Like, I don't know the rules in Japan, but that seems so illegal. Like, <laughs> that was her sister president. Yeah. And it's, I like, I get the show. Like, I understand the theory they're going for with the like suppressed, like, you can't do much. I'm, I'm not becomes, using good terms. It becomes more than that. I just, I read the manga because um, Sarah has it and she lent it to me. So I watched it. I read it. As Mike would yeah. say, um, the paper, I, I, I experienced the paper anime. <laughs> the paper anime, paper that is anime. not the term. But it's not horrible. I don't know if I'm going to finish watching the second episode. I'm very we'll, proud. We'll I'm very proud that you at least tried it, though. That's good. Get out of your comfort zone. It's just weird. I don't want to watch, like, 15-year-old girls making out. It doesn't seem right. But uh, anyway, that's my two cents on the issue. Is that but all let's... you watched? I thought you said three. Uh, I thought that was it. Okay. Yeah, I watched Darling the Franks, oh, Violet we Evergarden, that. and okay. this. Cool, cool. Uh, let me double check. And I oh, know, yeah, yeah. I know what you are all thinking. Wait, but didn't they watch Wolf's Rain for their retro anime watch along? I also did that. Like, I thought they were going to talk about it. Yes, we are going to talk about it, but we are saving it for the end. So stay tuned. Boo. Boo. I was just saying boo. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, we are moving on. Let's move on, right? Yes. That's all you watched, correct? Yeah, that's all I watched. And if it isn't, I'll talk about it next week. Okay. Um, As some of you may or may not know, today the Crunchyroll Anime Awards nominations were released for the 2017 year. So um, they were kind of... They kind of missed the mark in 2016, given it was their first one. But we decided that we're going to go through the categories today and um, kind of give our two cents on what we think of them. Hopefully they're good. I kind of looked through them a bit already, so I, I know. I don't know, Thomas, if you've gone through them yet. Uh, no. So, I've looked at like three of them. So we'll get some nice reactions here. And we're just going to talk about whether or not we think that they're good. If they did a good job, who we think we're going to win. You know, the usual fanfare. So if you want to follow along on the website, we are going to start with Best Action Anime. Thomas, list the nominations. So for Best Action Anime by Studio Bones, we have My Hero Academia Season 2. I'm not going to say the studio. That's going to take way too long. Then we have Land of the Lustrous. Blood Blockade, Battlefront and Beyond, Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans Season 2, and Attack on Season season 2 on top of Fate Apocrypha. Good job. Um, So, I really wanted to watch Land of the Lustrous, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. 
It just kind of I've never got even past heard of it. Me. Oh, it's supposed what is to be it? really good. It's a completely CGI anime, but it's actually good. Mm. It's about these they're all women girls, but they're all rocks. Women girls? Yeah, well they're all like what? I don't know, young women. Female? Yeah, they're all okay. female. Um and they're all based off rocks, like gems and elements and things like that. And they fight something. It's there's there's action in it. I don't know much about it, but I hear it's amazing. So I can't really put my two cents on that because I haven't seen it. Um, I'm going to give this one action wise to My Hero Academia. Yeah, I think that's pretty easy. I didn't watch Fate Apocrypha. I watched Attack on Titan 2. It was good. Not as good as uh, Hero Aka. Iron-Blooded Orphans. I didn't watch Blood Blockade Battlefront and Beyond. I didn't watch. And I obviously didn't watch Land of Lustrous, so I can't say for those. But I can't imagine they're as good as My Hero Academia. Um, I thought Attack on Titan Season 2 had great action scenes. But this season was kind of more of like a suspense mystery than an action. Like there was more like intrigue than fighting, I felt like. Or at least the intrigue was more prominent. So I would give it to um, Boku no Hero. And also the, the action was more fun and more engaging, I thought. Um, props, though, to Iron-Blooded Orphans. I watched the first season and half the second season, which is nominated. I still really do like that show. So, go you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Let, these might take a while. There's a lot of categories, so let's try not to spend too much time on it. Okay. Because you spent so much warning. time ranting about citrus. I spent, like, a minute and a half talking about citrus. <laughs> All right. Best animation. We're doing Land of the Lustrous. Uh, Hero Aka, Little Witch Academia, March Comes In Like a Lion 2, A Silent Voice, and Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Okay, this is not fair because A Silent Voice should win, but it's not fair because A Silent Voice has the budget of a movie. It's a movie budget, which is much bigger than a normal anime's budget, so that's unfair. I mean, I thought A Silent Voice, March Comes In Like a Lion 2, and My Hero Academia all had really, really great animation. Uh, Low Witch Academia, I actually didn't think their animation was that good. Really? I didn't watch a ton of it, but I've seen clips of it. It's good, but oh, I, think I it's like great. the other ones better. I'd probably bring it down to, I don't know, Hero Academia. The animation was really good, but I'd probably put it down to March Comes In Like a Line and A Silent Voice. A Silent Voice had like a definitely like a uh, more of like a hipster animation style. That's like a bad term, but like it wasn't as like clear and beautiful looking i felt like they tried to mess with like the cinematics a bit they had like the sun glaring at points and i liked it cinematically and animation wise yeah but it's it wasn't the same like feel as like uh uh, sangatsu no line or hiroaka Right. I would actually, I love Sangatsu no Lion. I love the visual metaphors and how they tell the story through it. But like pure animation wise, how people and things move, I would put it down between a silent voice and Boku no Hero and I would give it to a silent voice. But I'm glad you like Sangatsu so much that you'd put it up there. That makes me happy. Their animation is really awesome in the show. I love the show. I love the show. I know, Mary. I know. Moving on. And also, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid has no reason being there. All right. Number three. Best CGI. We have Land of the Lustrous, Kaido the Red Answer, Ray Creators, Attack of the Titan Season 2, Knights and Magic, and Inuyashiki. 
It Gotta is. say, I hate CGI in anime, so I'm going to pass on this one because okay. I don't really like the use of it. Let me go then. Um, Land of Lustrous, I heard, had great CGI animation. But again, I apologize. I didn't see it, so I can't really judge it. But if it deserves to win, I'll totally understand. I personally love the CGI in Kato the Right Answer. I thought it looked really natural. It looked really great. So that's my personal choice for this category. I did not watch Ray Creators. Um, the big Titan and Attack on Titan kind of looked like shit. So... Attack yeah, on Titan really shouldn't be here. I did I did not watch Knights and Magic, and I loved Inuyashiki oh so very much, but I kind of thought the CGI looked like turds. So I'm giving this one to Kato the right answer. That's fair. I'm not gonna vote because what did you think I don't like the, CGI. What did you think of the CGI in um Inuyashiki? It was okay, but I think it would have looked better if they just animated it. It yeah. looks out of place when they randomly, like, the cuts when they, like, make it are really obvious. It's like, oh, he's CGI now. Oh, now he isn't. It's, there's no, like, smooth transition of changing the animation. Yeah. So it just looks kind of choppy, I think. No, I agree. All right. Let's move on to Best Comedy. Best comedy. I will read the nominations. Mary wants to say this one, obviously. Go for it. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Mr. Osamatsu Season 2, Little Witch Academia, Konosuba Season 2, Gamers, and Tsure Dure Children. Best comedy. Um, hmm. Where is MMO This one's junkie? tough. Yeah, <laughs> well, I kind of want MMO Junkie on here. I'm surprised it's not... I'd probably give it to Sure Dure Children. Me too, Sure. I thought you were going to pick Gamers. I'm so giving it to Sure Dure Children. I fucking love that show. I mean, I don't think the comedy was the reason I liked Gamers, but Sure Dure Children, I really liked the comedy in it. Yeah. It was really funny. And we didn't watch the rest. I did not like Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I feel like I'm the only human on earth who didn't. I dropped it at episode eight because I was so bored. Oh, you watched a lot of it. I was I didn't watching. You watched I that was much. listening to it at work. I was. I was even watching it. I was listening to it, and I got bored. So, but yeah, I give it to Sude Dude Children. I will also. I do not really like Konosuba. I watched the first episode and did not like it. And I feel like it's kind of like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. How every character is kind of an asshole, and I just don't like that. So, that's that. But I can't. Perhaps. I can't say, and I didn't see. I hear Mr. Osamatsu's awesome, but I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't either. But that might have to happen. Maybe this this season. We'll see. Yeah. Um, All right. Next best continuing series. March comes in like a lion. Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphan Season 2, Dragon Ball Super, Case Closed, All Out, Thomas's personal favorite. Holy shit. And Naruto <laughs> Shippuden. Wow, this is the last time Naruto Shippuden's going to get nominated for anything. It's kind of sad. All Out was so bad. <laughs> how is this up? How is... How is this a nomination? Okay, here's... How is One Piece not on this? Exactly, that people on the internet are pissed that, like... One Piece that isn't on this. They put Naruto Shippuden and All Out. I could see Case Closed. Fine. 
All Out? <laughs> it was so bad. What is its mal rating, All Out? I have to find out. I'll look right now. I'm looking. Okay. I'll find it first. I gave it a four. <laughs> it got a 7.2? That's In not what world? great. But that's not bad. It's bad. <laughs> that's funny. Sorry, man. Um, I'm Whatever. actually given this one first one of the of the night. March comes in like a lion. It's my favorite of these. Um, I mean, I like Naruto Shippuden, and this was the final arc of like the actual Naruto arc. But it was and it was cool. But I didn't really watch it all the way through, and I didn't really watch the others. But the thing with March Comes in Like a Lion is that I watched... The first season also aired in 2017, so I watched this from January to March and from October to December, and it was just like... It kind of just, like, bookended my year perfectly, and I think it's a great continuing series that actually went through most of 2017. So I think it deserves to win. I don't think this show is going to win any of these awards, by the way, because I feel like no one watches it, but I think it deserves to win. That's fair. I'd probably pick March Comes In like a line also. I didn't really watch the end of Naruto. Um, I didn't like All Out. I haven't watched Case Closed. I've seen some of Case Closed, but no. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, I didn't watch. Apparently Android 17 is back. I, he died to sell. Oh, Not sure. He died like 20 Android years 17. ago. Yeah, he, he literally might have died 20 years ago. <laughs> like when that was released was probably 20 years ago. So... He's in the cover art. I'm confused. I don't watch it, though. And I don't watch Iron-Blooded Orphan. So March comes in like a line, gets the W. Yes, but um, props to the vet, Naruto Shippuden. I did watch it for the last three months of its run, and I'm a Naruto fangirl till I die, but sorry, babe. Moving on. Rip. All right. Best drama. This is actually pretty good. We have Descending Story, Showa, Genroku, Rakugo, Shinju, Season 2. So this is the Rakugo anime. Um, we have March Comes In Like a Lion, Made in Abyss, The Ancient Magus Bride, Scum's Wish, and Aka 13 Territory Inspection Department. Okay, I have thoughts, but I'll let you go first. Okay. My initial reaction is to give it to Made in Abyss. No! I thought Made in Abyss was super good. No! Why? Why is what? Made- Wait. Okay, my first reaction was why is Made in Abyss in this category? That's confusing, but it was definitely my favorite to watch out of all these. But like, and it was like sus- there was a lot of suspense. But it's an and action things like ad- that. It's an action adventure series. It's not predominantly a drama. No, but I think it's Maiden, not. I think I don't Maiden know. Abyss. Dis- I love that show. I think it disqualifies itself from this category because it is not in the genre. Okay, well, if you if you tell me my vote for Maiden Abyss doesn't count then I'll probably give it to March Comes In Like a Line with um, Aka 13 being really close. Only because um, I didn't watch uh, Genroku Rakugo Shinju, which is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. And Ancient Magus Bride, as we talked about earlier, is not that good. And I've never heard of Scum's Wish. I don't know what it is. Um, I thought people... I, I must have heard wrong because I thought people online were like beating the shit out of Scum's Wish, but I think it got nominated for a couple things, so maybe I'm just, like, mixing it up in my head with something else. But- oh, wait, this is Kuzo no Honkai? People have been watching, like, it's always on, uh, 
uh, the, 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 the anime subreddit. I didn't know that's what this was. Okay. I don't know what this is about. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm giving my vote, obviously, to my favorite jo- my favorite drama. March comes in like a lion, but it is going to lose, and I am fine that it is going to lose with Genroku Rakujo. Because everyone loves this show, and I wish, I wish I watched it, and everyone says it's amazing, so I will not be upset, not if, when Rakugo wins. I won't be upset when it wins. Because it definitely deserves to win, but March comes in like a lion is pretty good, too. Wait, so I just read what Scum's Wishing is, is is about? What the fuck? Oh, man. It's about, like, some girl who's in love with her teacher who was, like, her childhood neighbor. I guess he was, like, significantly older than her. Um, but the music teacher gets hot for the student. I, this is weird. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused by this. So we might have to watch this and kind of figure out what this is all about. Because I've never heard of it, but okay. it seems weird. You, I've Definitely heard of seems it, weird. but I didn't watch it. Um, I didn't know it was Kuzu no Honkai. I've heard of that. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, when, I re- when I can read the Japanese titles, I should tell you what they say. <laughs> My bad. Uh, it, it's cool. Okay. All right. Best boy. Next one. Jeez. Shoto Todoroki from Hiroaka. Rei Kiriyama. From March Comes In Like a Line. Kazuma from uh, Konosuba. Deku from Hiroaka. Fafnir from Kobayashi Bra- Dragon Maid. Some guy from Genroku Rakugo Say Shinju. his name. Yakumo, Don't be mean. Yakumo Yurakute. There you go. Yurakutai? Yurakutai? Tay. There's n- I've never seen two U's back to back. You just hold it a little Yu-u? longer. Yurakute. Yurak- Yurakute. Yeah. Yakumo Yurakute. Um, okay. Okay. This is unfair because every character in Boku no Hero is good. Um, so I, th- I w- would vote for Deku, but I'm voting for Rei. Even though I want, I'm voting for Rei. I want Deku to win, but I'm voting for Rei. I, I could see Todoroki getting a nod here as well. He's a really cool character. And everyone loves but him. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. I really like him. But I'm going to have to give it to Rei Kiriyama because he is truly best boy. Aw, he's so... I'm surprised. No, no, he, he gets it. Aw, good. All right. Best girl. Atsuko Ako Kagari from Little Witch Academia. And I did not watch Little Witch Academia, but I watched the movie in the OVAs, so I do, like, know about it, and I really want to watch the show. Um, Ochako Uraraka, my girl, from My Hero Academia. Mori Mori-chan, from Recovery of an MMO Junkie. Mori Mori-chan. Serval, from Kimono Friends. And, oh, Tsuyu Asui, Ribbit, from My Hero Academia. And Chisei Hattori from the Ancient Magus Bride. Um, Wait, is that it? Yeah, for Best Girl. I heard oh, that okay. um, Kimono Friends was really, like, genuinely really good, but I never watched it. Wait, who from Kimono Friends? Sorry? Just the show in general. Oh, I heard it was good. I mean, it's like small girls dressed as a... Uh... Dressed as animals, so... Yeah, but I, I heard it okay. actually has a plot and gets a little, like, meaty. 
But anyway, this goes to Ochako for me. I love Morimori-chan, um, but it goes to Uraraka. You forgot, um, you forgot Toru Hakaguri. She's at the bottom. Not on my list. Yeah, she's right there. You can see her in between. Voting opens now, and she's saying Hattori. Oh, she's the invisible girl. <laughs> I love you. I forgot her name, and I was like, I don't see her. I do see her right there. Yeah, Toru's right there. So she's up for it as well. Um, I'm going to give it to Mori Mori-chan because she's best girl. <laughs> I guess that's all the explanation you need. I mean, for categories like this, I feel like that fits. But uh, Toru is close second. Okay. And then Ochako. I want to see how mad you get at this. Best film, A Silent Voice, Your Name, In This Corner of the World, Girls on Panzer der Film, Kizumonogatari 3, Reiketsu Hen, Fate's Day Night, Heaven's Feel, I, Presage Flower. Or pro- um, That's probably a one. One. Yeah, this one's tough. I really like the girls in the Panzer film, so <laughs> I'll probably go with that, but... <laughs> um, so here's no. the thing. Your name is nominated for this. Your name came out in 2016, but it didn't get its global release till 2017, which is why it's on here. Um, yes, I, still think I mean, it's, I think that's fair. I, I, yeah, but it's going to win. Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing movie. Is The Silent Voice amazing? Yeah. Was your name better? Yeah. Probably. I really like The Silent Voice, but I'm going to give the nod to your name. That movie was amazing. Your name's going to I win. listen to the soundtrack every single day, basically. I don't, like, I don't think about A Silent Voice every day, even though that movie is fucking sick and everyone should watch A Silent Voice. Koei no Katachi, but... Uh, um, yeah, your name gets John it. John is coming me to visit this visit me this weekend, and we're watching that Friday night. What a silent voice or your name? Your name. Nice. And then Saturday I watched it night, like a month ago. And then Saturday night, we're watching Summer Wars. But anyway, um, oh nice. Get ready for some fun. Best manga: <coughs> Golden Kamui, My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. Brother's Husband, Br- Volume 1, In This Corner of the World. And then um, Shoya Genroku Rakugo Shinju, Delicious in Dungeon. The fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a little bummed because I consider myself a huge manga fan. I read a lot of manga. Um, I was really looking forward to You the Immortal to be nominated for this, which is a bummer it's not. But I read num- none of these. And I'm upset. I hear that Golden Kamui is great, and I've been wanting to read it for a while, so I'll probably read it now. But I read some really good manga this year that is pretty recent, and I'm kind of bummed it's not on here. But um, I might give my vote to my lesbian experience with loneliness. I mean, that picture seems really cool. I can get behind lesbian girls doing things. I'm not going to complain about that. I'm really disappointed the Promise Neverland isn't on here. Promise Neverland? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know what the, uh, I don't know if it's had to have been serialized this year, like started. I don't know what the parameters are, but, um. Yeah, me neither. Bummer. But they, oh, oh, this is something to note. So, In This Corner of the World is on this list, and it was on the last list for best movie. That's something I should look into, because if it has a manga and they made a movie, it's probably pretty good. Yeah, um, it's, it's really good. 
apparently. I meant to go see it in theaters, but I didn't get around to it. Apparently it's amazing. It's a World War it's a World War Two film though, so prepared to be a little sad. But um it's I hear it's very good. I wanna watch the movie first though and then read the manga. Cause I feel like the manga has mo- always has more. So if you watch the movie first, you're not disappointed. And then when you read the manga, you could be like, oh, they do more here. You're, like, more excited and interested than disappointed the other way. So I would watch the movie first, at least for me. Okay, that's fair. That's my look on it. Anyway. That's fine. Best opening. No. Ooh. Thomas, read Okay, these. I'll read these off. We have Shadow and Truth, which is the Akka 13 opening. Here, which is the Ancient Magus Bride opening. Shinzu wo Sasageyo from Attack on Titan. Peace Sign by Hiro Aka, which is the second opening. By Hiro um, Aka. Hiro Aka sings it. It's great. Who cares who sings it? It's Kenshi Yone- Yonezu. I don't know why I can't say words tonight. <laughs> we have The Other Side of the Wall, which is the opening to Princess Principle, which I watched the first episode of, and I have to go back to it because it was pretty good. Mm. And Imawa no Shinigami from, uh, you've guessed it, Showa Genroku Rakugu Shinju. Okay, so here's the thing. The opening um, the opening song in The Ancient Magus Bride is awesome. It's a jam. It's a great song. The opening itself, I don't really like. And the new one's mm. the same, too. It's just kind of like, here are some clips of the show. They're very lucky that the show is movie quality, because they all look good, but there's, like, no original content in the openings. So, um, I have issues here. I'm, I, mm, I might have to give it to Attack on Titan. Sasageyo, Because I love Peace Sign, I love that song, but opening-wise, and I love Stretching. But you got to stretch along with them every Saturday morning. That was great. Attack on Titan had more of an impact for me out of the ones on this list that I watched. Are you going to give it to Akka? Yeah, I'm going to throw a curveball. Akka 13. That opening was really, really good. I heard. You, like, you used to rave about it, yeah. Yeah, the animation is really cool. The song is this like half English, half Japanese rap. Super cool. If you have not watched Akka 13, watch it because it's really good. And um, the opening's really cool, too. Shout out to my boy, Sam Schneller, who told me to watch this. <laughs> Best ending. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Step I'm up gonna love be useless. from Blood Blockade, Battlefront, and Beyond. Ishukan Communication from my favorite series of the year, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Kiramekku uh. Hamabe from Land of Lustrous. I really want to freaking watch that show. I know Thomas's choice. Hikari Hikari from MMO Junkie. Behind Ooh. Just Because. Good to see Just Because nominated for something. And my choice, Kafune from March Comes in Like a Lion. Um, Recovery of MMO Junkie definitely wins this. I really love the you ending love song. that ending. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, just Because I didn't really like the ending that much. I didn't watch the first three. And I don't even know which ending this is in March Comes In Like a Lion. It's the first one three. when he gets grows the wings and, like, um, walks to, like, the Ferris wheel at the end. Um, I love all their endings. They're, like, hand-drawn and charcoal. They're, like, freaking amazing. So I give it to right. that. Okay, it doesn't get it for me, but MMO Junkie That's gets okay. the W. Best score, Made in Abyss. Next category. 
What's best score? What does that mean? Musical score, Thomas? Like, oh, the music. really? Yeah, best, like... Hold on, hold on. Ancient Magus Bride is on this. Yes, and Ancient Magus Bride is a... Okay, list for the listeners. The nominations, the nominees are Made in Abyss, Little Witch Academia, Land of Lustrous, Ancient Magus Bride, Aka 13, Ray Creators. I've only seen Ancient Magus Bride and Made in Abyss. Ancient Magus Bride is a really, really, really close second, but holy shit, the Made in Abyss soundtrack. To me, it's no contest. Wait, you just said it's a really close second, and then you said it's, there's no contest. It's, it's not that. It's not that close. I think Maiden of This is phenomenal. The soundtrack's phenomenal. Okay, I really like Ancient Magus Bride. I'm gonna give the edge to that, but wow. you can have your opinion. Good, I do. I mean, you just said how close it was, and you're like, no, it it's not close. actually. Maiden of oh This is so God. much better. The next category: Best Slice of Life, Ski Gakire. Yes, my vote. My vote goes easiest vote. Okay, best slice of white. Next category. (laughs) Here's my issue with this category. Let me just read everything out. Um, MMO Junkie, Skigakire, the obvious choice. Girls' Last Tour, which isn't slice of life. It's like post-apocalyptic. I don't. I don't know. Kimono friends. Yeah, my life is I travel around in a like half tank with some random cute anime girl. That's basically my life. Oh man. Soccer quest. Interviews with girl with monster girls. I mean, MMO Junkie wins this but very is easily. Is it a slice of life? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I kind of take it as a rom com and less slice of life. I mean, you definitely have some overlapping going on, but it's definitely that. I mean, you could say Ski Gakure is a rom com. I think I just relate slice of life so closely to like everyday life high school stuff. That I'm having trouble differentiating. That's fair. I mean, interviews with monster girls, like the girls are monsters. Like that has nothing to do with anyone's life. That's super unrelatable. But it's it's high school and it was actually really funny. I watched it in English and I really enjoyed it. Okay. Well, MMO Chunky wins. What if I gave it to soccer quest? I know you wouldn't because you never said a single positive thing about it. But I kind of did like it in the end. I just didn't love it. And it was it was better to be, I would have enjoyed it better if I was binging it than watching it weekly. But I guess I'll give it to Ski Gakure. That's fair. <laughs> MMO Junkie gets it. Next. Best hero. Okay, it's Deku. Why is this a choice? Deku. Let me read off the choices. Jeez, it's Deku, Jin Minoa from Yuki, Yuki Yuna, Yuna as, as a hero. hero. Okay. Uh, Atsuko Akko Kagari, which is the girl from Little Witch Academia. Kukuri from Magical Circle Guru Guru, which I have no idea what that means. Chise Hattori is not a fucking Thank hero. You, I agree. She's a slave. Yeah. <laughs> Ancient Magus Bride. And, and last is Nanachi from Maiden Abyss, He's who not also is not a hero. Deku wins. <laughs> Any questions? Yeah, I don't know why. N- Again, maybe Chise is technically the heroine of her own story, but that's not going to cut it. I have no idea why Nanachi is on that list. I have no idea. But it goes to Deku. Um, 
even if um, Minoa, because Yuki Yuna is a hero, is about girls who become heroes, and I watched the first season, it was very good, I just didn't like it enough to watch the second season, I could understand why she was nominated, but it's Deku. He's going to be the number one hero, so I don't know why this is a contest. Yeah. Best villain. I agree. Ooh. Stain Ooh. Tanya Degarachaf from the saga of Tanya the Evil, which is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Don Drude from Made in Abyss. I mean, we don't know anything about him, so I th- feel like it's hard to give him. Cartophilus. Oh, wait, there's two more. Hiro Shishigami from Ooh. Inuyashiki. Oh, sorry. Cartophilus is the bad guy from Ancient Magus Prime. Yeah, who was in it for like two episodes. Okay, then we have Hiro from Inuyashiki and Usagi from Juni Tyson. <laughs> Fucking rabbit. Oh, my God. Uno session. Um, it goes um, to Stain for me. Yeah, Stain was such a good villain. Like, Hiro was a great character. Um, yeah, basically between those two. Hiro's a great character. I really love him in the show, in the context of the show, but... Who's the best villain? Stain. Why is the, He's such a why fucking is the cool rabbit guy. on this list? I don't know. Can you can you even consider him the villain? He's the weirdest one. I mean, I I really like Shiro. Not really, he's a psychopath, but you know what I mean. But um and Bondrude is definitely evil, but I like Stain more. And I didn't watch Tanya. Yeah, oh, that's fair. we are at the last category. Oh my god. March comes in like a lion got nominated for anime of the year. What a surprise. Uh, it doesn't deserve to win, but I'm touched. Okay, I'll read off the last one. I've been reading a lot of them and it's fun. Okay. Anime of the year, we have Sangatsuno Line season two, as Mary just said. We have Made in Abyss, Woo! Land of the Lustrous, Hero Aka. Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju and Low Witch Academia. Hmm. I mean, we already did our best of 2017, and we both said My Hero Academia, so I'm guessing that's our choices. But this is a good group. To be fair, I watched Made in Abyss after I we did that episode. Would you rank it higher? No. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Um, heard awesome things about Genroku Rakugu Shinju. Just have not watched it slash. It's not like super exciting, but I do want to watch it. Low Witch Academia, have not seen. I, want to I do want to watch it. that. Yeah. Land of the Lustrous, now I kind of want to watch it. And I watched the other three. Yeah. Um, I love you, Sangatsuna Lion, but I. I mean, we were just so freaking hyped over Boku no Hero. But Boku no Hero and March Comes in Like a Lion never... No, wait, I'm lying. Changing that. I didn't say anything. I was going to say they didn't air at the same time, but they did. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so... Yeah, they did. And I still enjoyed... I don't know. I feel like I love Sangatsu. It's a drama. It's really great. It pulls up my heartstrings. But I'm a shonen girl at heart. And My Hero Academia, just like, it's perfect. You know, it's got me good. And it's crazy yeah. because this time last year I was saying Bo- Boku no Hero is all hype. 
Um, I don't know why people like it that much, and just one season just changed my whole opinion on the entire show. Uh, yeah, that, I agree with that. I think it did a really, really great job this second season. I'm really excited to watch the third season. Uh, whole thing, they did a great job. The first season was okay, but it was very standard. But I like what they did here. Definitely gets my vote. Unfortunately, wait, do we get to vote? Yeah, voting opens in February, I think. Oh, what? Why not now? I don't know. It's going to be 2019 by the time we get these awards out. Yeah, really. And they have judges. But, yeah, that's why I was confused why we had... Yeah, because got everyone got mad last year because um, Yuri on Ice won everything. So they also needed some, like, people who can objectively vote, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe they can override or they get, like, 30% of the vote and we get 70, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, okay, that's fair. But what did you um, think? I thought... The, well, the one thing that I noticed about these last year is that they were only Crunchyroll titles. They were basically exclusively exclusively titles you could watch on Crunchyroll. But we now it's more of an overall thing. We've got Netflix. We've got Amazon. It's a good showing of everything that's airing. So I think that's definitely an improvement. Yeah, I like that they did that. That's pretty great. I think the nominations are pretty good, too. I mean, it's very hard to say because I haven't watched literally everything. Right, but there's nothing that I saw in a category, and I was like, why isn't this there? Besides One Piece. that One Piece is the only show that got shafted. Well, yeah, One Piece isn't on here. But even, like, the the manga one, like, is very... I don't know what they take into account when picking the manga or even, like, a continued series. Like, they have Case Closed, but they don't have One Piece, like... One Piece is the most popular anime in the world. How is that not there? Or manga in the world, either or. So they they must include it for some reason, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know how they pick their nominees or whatnot, but... Uh, oh, wait, I lied. Voting... It's just something to think about. Voting begins in four days. I think voting closes February 5th. Oh, okay. That is very different. Yes. Sorry, fam. False info. But, um, yeah, I thought... These, I thought these were pretty good awards. So I'm looking forward to seeing who wins. Mm-hmm. For sure. This was this was fun to go through it all. I also think it's amazing that Black Clover <laughs> didn't get nominated for anything. Like even I'm a little surprised because I thought um, Crunchyroll would try to hype it up. Right. But I think they realized nobody liked it. And I think that's awesome. Good for them. So, yeah, um, those are the awards. We'll remind you guys to vote. You guys know who we're voting for now. Put in the comments who you guys are voting for, because um, we'd like to know, and then we can fight you if we disagree really hard. So, yeah. Fight me, bitch. Fight me. But. Fight me IRL. We're going really long today, so let's just go with it and go right into our retro anime review. We watched the first two episodes of Wolf's Wolf's Reign, Wolf's Game, LOL, Wolf's Reign. We hope you did too, and we're going to talk about it for a bit and see what we think about the show that we're getting into. Thomas. All right. I love, it came out in 2003, but it's got that like cool, like 90s anime feel. Yeah, the clothes. I love the clothes. Everyone's got mullets. It's awesome. (laughs) 
That was the first thing I noticed. But um, I really like it. i surprised how much I like it. I think it's super cool, the show. Mm-hmm. The first episode was really good. They kind of subtly tell you what the show is kind of about. And by the second episode, you basically fully understand, like, the sphere of what the show's kind of, um, what's going on with, like, the wolves, like, going into hiding and them, like, looking like humans. Apparently these wolves are magical. Uh, go figure. But <laughs> I thought it was very well done. I liked the old school animation. I haven't watched something like that in a while. And uh, I'm a big fan. What about you? Um, I really kind of like how visceral it is. Like, when someone gets bit by a wolf, you it's like, man. And it's not like... I don't know. You could just feel it. Like, it hurts. Like, it looks really painful. Like, when the kid's about to... Spoilers, I guess, for the first episode. When the kid's about to die and the older guy goes and reaches for him and he accidentally turns into a wolf and bites him and he screams and you just see the guy's, like, mouth in his shoulder. I, like... I don't know. It kind of shook me. Like... I feel like the imagery is really on point. Like, when they said this was rated M for Mature, I was like, oh, do they curse? The violence can't be that bad. It's just wolves fighting each other. But they really get into, like, the gritty, like, instinctual kind of feel of being a wolf. And I like that, and it shows in, like, the bite marks and the claws and the injuries. Um... Right now we're just doing a lot of build-up, so we don't really know what's going on. There's something with a maiden of spring or something, and something's happening with her. But I like the characters so far. I like, uh, the main character's name is Kiba. Easy to remember. I liked his friend Hige. I thought he was cool. Then there's the other guy with the bracelets, who I thought was a girl. I want a girl wolf, but he's not one of them. And then there's, um, the guy who looks like, um... One of the bad guys from Yu Yu Hakusho. The guy with... Oh, Tagoro? No, um, in the manga, well, later in the anime and in the manga, there's a guy, he kind of looks Indian, he has a little thing on his forehead and he has darker skin, and he looks a lot like that guy whose name I don't remember, the first wolf we meet. Okay. I like how there's a lot of different plot points, right? We have the kiba and hige story we have uh the bracelet guy who kills that bird which was like a really cool scene and then he's howling and then we have, oh man that was good and then we have the um even though the bracelet guy and the like gangster guy who like steals the stuff from the the ship sume um there's sume their stories kind of overlap a bit Right now. So it seems like we have two plots that are kind of going to intertwine. And then we have that one, like, crazy dude who can, like, see that you're a wolf even though you're human. And they got a lot going on. I I really like it. I'm excited. 26 episodes. We're two in. Watch Wolf's Reign with us as we go through this really great anime. Yeah, it's um, it's really good. The color's really good. It's very dark. I don't know. I'm just like, it puts me in a mood. It does a really good job of kind of sucking you in. Um, and mm-hmm. you think older anime, like, oh no, like, I think I'm kind of spoiled. I kind of only try and watch anime that I think has good animation because I'm kind of losing my patience. It's my same way with, it's the same way with video games for me. Like, I just played Final Fantasy IX and I almost didn't get through it because slogging through a PS1 game after playing, like, Persona 5 was just so hard. 
But this, it doesn't even feel like I'm watching something old, besides the screen ratio. That's the only giveaway. So I think. Oh yeah, it's four by yeah, three. I think it definitely <laughs> holds up. Where well, I I don't know about you, but I'm watching it dubbed. So, and I know dubs from 2003 weren't that awesome. So I'm hoping the dub holds up. But so far, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm watching the dub. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're really enjoying right. it. We hope you guys are watching too. And we're going to be watching episodes three and four this week, so watch them. And if you didn't watch one and two, you can watch one, two, three, four. We're watching it on VRV, but you can watch it anywhere you get your animu. And we're excited to talk about it with you next week on a definitely shorter episode of this podcast. Yeah, this one went kind of long, but this was really fun. Mm-hmm. I think we had a lot of good stuff to talk about, and it was fun going through the Crunchyroll Anime Awards and giving our take. It took a little while, but it was a fun conversation. Anime of the year, Gigaki Day! Woo! Uh, it didn't get nominated. I don't understand. <laughs> it's literally the best anime ever. The best. Oh, man. But, all right. I guess we will wrap it up for episode 41. Woo-hoo. Thanks, y'all, for sticking around. Um... Feel free to hit some like buttons or leave a comment or whatever platform you're watching us on if that's applicable to you, whether it's YouTube, iTunes, Google Play Store, SoundCloud, whatever. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or any of that stuff if you have questions or things you want us to discuss. But I believe that is all from episode 41. So Tom and Mary will be rolling out and we can't wait for next week to discuss more great anime content with y'all. Yeah, see you next week.